Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. Stop living my life based on self-interest, and instead I'll look to you and say, what pleases you? What's the best thing? What's the wisest thing? What's your, what's your perfect, flawless plan for my life? And that'll be the basis of my decisions from this day forward. The Bible says when you come to Him and, and acknowledge that you need that and, and ask Him for it, because of the fact that Jesus was executed in your place, He is perfectly just in saying to you, yes. No matter what you've done, it's forgiven. Did you know that through Christ, all of your sins can be forgiven? In today's message from Pastor Robert, he teaches you that no matter how many mistakes you've made, they can be forgiven through placing your trust in Jesus. When you receive Him as your Lord and Savior, the Father sees you as not guilty. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 6 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. We need to understand that. We need to figure it out. The habitual practice of sin indicates there's not faith. You're not trusting God. You're not following Jesus. You think you found a loophole. There are none. There are none. Now understand, this is not about our work. See, that what the Bible teaches us is that when we come to Jesus in humility and faith and we recognize that, man, I, I, I need to be taught, I need to be led, I need to be forgiven, and I'm willing to put my life in your hands, I, I'm, I'm willing to follow you from this day forward. He, he says when he does that, When a man does that, when a woman does that, what happens is that the Holy Spirit literally moves in. He comes inside us. He begins to change us. We begin to recognize the fallacy of our human wisdom. We begin to recognize the wisdom of the Scriptures. We begin to, you know, we begin to get it. We begin to understand. His Spirit speaking to us and teaching us, we begin to see things we didn't see before. And we change. We're no longer comfortable lying. Good liars become bad liars when the Holy Spirit moves in. You just can't do it. The conscience is is reinvigorated and the conviction of the Holy Spirit falls. When when you're about to, to mislead someone in a business deal, you just don't feel right about it because you recognize everything comes from Him. And I can trust Him. I don't have to I don't have to cheat anybody. I can trust him to provide. I can trust him to to, to bless me and and give me my portion. The Bible says that everyone who is his has a portion that he has already allocated. I don't have the power to change that. Do you understand what I mean by that? I I don't have the power to change my inheritance. 
from God. He has already allotted to me my portion for this time on earth. And I can't increase it. I can't decrease it. If I'll just follow him, I won't miss anything. He already has given it to me. He's chosen to give me his kingdom. My inheritance is, is, is safe and secure. But when, when we practice sin, when we continue in this, it, it, it demonstrates that we don't know him and that we don't trust him and that we don't love him. And he tells us that if you're taking notes in James chapter 2 and in Galatians chapter 5. He makes it so clear that, that this is the case. If his Holy Spirit is living within me, the natural fruit of that, the byproduct, will be love. I'll, just, I'll love him, and I won't want to do anything that displeases him or hurts his heart. It's not that I'm keeping a, a set of rules. It's that I love my Father, and I don't want to disappoint him. I want him to be pleased with me. What Paul says to the church in Corinth, he says, you know, Fornicators, idolaters, homosexuals, adulterers, sodomites, thieves, covetous, drunkards, revilers, extortioners, not going to inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. Now that lets us know that it's not permanent. It's not permanent. You know, there's a big argument today over whether or not homosexuals are born homosexuals. My response to that is it's completely irrelevant. I was born a human being capable of homosexuality, heterosexuality, thievery, generosity, deception. The whole, you, know, you understand what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a human. I'm capable of all of that, the best and the worst. The beautiful thing is that when the Holy Spirit moves in, he doesn't heal me. He recreates me. When I look back now, 25 years you know, after making the decision to surrender to the Lord Jesus and, and ask him to take charge in my life and forgive me and teach me and lead me. 25 years later, I am radically different. Radically different. He has, he's changed me. He's still doing that. The Bible says that he is perfecting me. The, the way it's laid out here, look at it, verse 11. Such were some of you, but you were washed. You were washed. It's the first thing he does. He begins washing. He begins cleansing you, as the way John puts it, from all unrighteousness. He purges it out of you. Over the passing of time, in your, that love relationship that you have with your father, you, you, will, you will sin less and less over time. And as Pastor Joe puts it, you will repent more and more. You'll be convicted over little things. You know, I remember coming, you know, as a, as a young Christian, I had an, an ungodly, immoral relationship with an employee. And that was the first thing on my mind. I got to stop this. This is, I know this is displeasing. I was cheating on some of the programs in, in, in my store. I had to quit. There were several big things that I knew I needed to deal with. I needed to stop smoking pot. I couldn't go out and party in the clubs. I knew these things displeased my father. I need to, I need to stop them. And, and I stopped them. I stopped them 25 years ago. But now I, I'm being convicted over the, the way I spend my time at home. What I give my attention to. The fact that I only have just a very few years left with my children. And I have an enormous responsibility to teach them so much in the next three or four years. And I fail at it. Do you understand what I'm saying? 
that he continues dealing with us and changing us and recreating us and transforming us. This is this process of being washed and sanctified. He said, but you were sanctified. The word just means set apart. He begins cleansing you from the unrighteousness and pulling you, pulling you out and making you his. In another place, Paul says, you're not your own. You were bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your bodies. We'll get to that here pretty soon, that passage, and talk about it in more depth. But he says you, you need to understand this. He has made you his own. And the third thing he's done, he says, but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of God. What does that mean? You were justified. In other words, when you come to him in, in humility, you come to him in faith, and you say, Lord, I recognize that, that I need your forgiveness. And I need to be taught by you. I need to be led by you. I need you to empower me to live this stuff out. I can't do it without your help. But if you'll help me, I'll do it. I'll follow you. I'll deny myself. I'll, I'll, I'll stop living my life based on self-interest. And instead, I'll look to you and say, what pleases you? What's the best thing? What's the wisest thing? What's your, what's your perfect, flawless plan for my life? And that will be the basis of my decisions from this day forward. The Bible says when you come to him and and acknowledge that you need that and and ask him for it, because of the fact that Jesus was executed in your place, he is perfectly just in saying to you, yes, no matter what you've done, it's forgiven. No matter what you've done, it's not an issue. It's been paid for. You've been justified. You're pardoned. You're forgiven. Now look out across the room, and I, I think that many of you, have done that. You've come to him with that kind of heart. You've come to him in that kind of faith. And you've said, I want to be yours. I want you to teach me. I want you to lead me. I I need your forgiveness. But you know what? There may be one or two of you who've never done that. There may be one or two of you who, as you sit there right now, you realize, I've not been forgiven. Well, this is your opportunity to ask for it. There are no rituals that need to be performed. There are no hoops to jump through. This is not a religious thing. This is simply between you and your father. It's an issue of you saying to God, I need to be forgiven. I have been a fornicator. I have been an idolater. I've been an adulterer. I've been a liar, a thief. I've been a a, a homosexual, a sodomite. I've, I've been guilty of this describes me. Would you forgive me? Would you recreate me? I don't want to be like this anymore. We're so glad you joined us today on Main Thing Radio. It's our hope and prayer that you were touched by what you just heard. Before our time is up today, Pastor Robert would like to share a great testimony of how God is working through this ministry. You know, not not long ago, we got a really cool letter. Actually, I guess it has been a while now, maybe a, maybe a year or more. But we got this really cool letter from a lady named Desiree who was listening to our program from within... Uh, a maximum security prison up in Georgia. And uh, she realized, she heard on one of the programs that I'm from Georgia, so she reached out. She was all excited that she had, you know, just some sort of common ground with this guy she was listening to on the radio teaching the Bible every day. And uh, she asked if, if it might be possible for us to send her some 
Bible study material, something other than, she said, I don't want workbook stuff. I don't want the fluff stuff. I, I want things that will really, some tools that will help me study the Word of God for myself. I, she said, for the first time in my life, I want to do it. I have time to do it. So we did that. We sent some books. We sent some, some Bibles for some of the other ladies there because they then asked for that, and they started a little Bible study group, and, and God was just using that little 15-minute main thing radio broadcast every day inside that prison. Wow, what a great testimony. If you'd like to share your story, please visit MainThingRadio.com. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio.